0: In a world where anyone can have a podcast, Peter Von Panda is one of them. Rants are taken to a whole new level. This is the Peter Von Panda Podcast, a giant waste of time. What's happening, Panda Nation? Peter Von Panda here. Hey, just uh, to warn you. I'm going to go off about the Detroit Lions. The next few episodes are going to be about the Detroit Lions. So if you're not a Detroit Lions fan, you don't care. You can definitely skip the next few episodes. But I tell you what. Um, it's going to be an epic rant. So it could just be entertaining for you, make you feel better. Uh, first of all, just yesterday... Martha Firestone Ford, the Detroit Lions organization, put out an open letter to fans, and they kind of said all the same things. Hey, our play, our performance is not acceptable. Um, Then I also thought it was funny because they said they weren't going to raise ticket prices. Um, You know, did BlackBerry put out an open letter to the users saying, hey, listen, I know our products are inferior. I know no one wants them. But I tell you what. We're not going to raise the prices on you. We're not going to raise those prices. Give me a break. Give me a break. Uh, you would have to actually increase demand uh, or reduce supply to increase the price and the Lions aren't doing any of that. In fact, I saw on the Facebook page today, at least a couple people are not going to renew their season tickets. I applaud that. I haven't had tickets to the Lions in a long time. Even just buying one-off tickets to go and get entertained at Ford Field. Uh, do they not entertain me? i tell you what, because every time I've gone, it's been a blowout, which is just painful to watch. There's nothing as painful as going and just hoping for a good showing and then to cherry pick some of the some of the games that are just massive blowouts, and so here's my other problem, my other rant, is that I see on the Facebook pages people are complaining about commentators, about beat writers, or whatever. You know, Valenti is a is a common one. He's so negative. He's so negative. I get it, dude, but you know, he came on before the start of the season and and ranted and complained and said that the team wasn't up to snuff. And guess what? He was proven right on all of it. I don't want him to be right. I don't want him to be right. But I tell you what, um, the way to shut anyone down, and the critics, including myself, is to win games. That's all that matters. I tell you, you, know, as long as I keep complaining, or other people complain, or other people complain about the organization, or Bob Quinn, or Matt Patricia, or the players, or whatever it is... They are correct until you prove them wrong with scores, With until you prove them wrong with a winning record. So, you know, a three-win season this year is abysmal. It is backwards from last year's six-win season, which was abysmal, which was backwards from the nine-win season from Caldwell, from the 11-win season before that. Um, All of those seasons, which we thought were... Uh, under delivering on the talent and capability that the team had right so uh, you cannot you cannot tell me that you like what you see I mean I guess you can tell me but in the end the way we keep score is the score and that's all that matters Right. And so I see people talking about Quinn's draft picks and, hey, you know what? He's actually good for a, a GM on the draft and the free agency, tra- you know, uh, pickups and the the trades and all that. Um, great. You know what? You know what? None of the, <laughs> that matters to is uh, the scores you put up in the games, the record that you have at the end of the year. Right. That's the only thing. That's how we keep score. You know, I, I, I work in financial services. One of the things that I love is that um, people always complain about other people. But I tell you what. Uh, Money doesn't mean everything, but it's funny because it's how we keep score. You can say that um, a person's business is not a smart move and that it's going to flame out and it's stupid and there isn't demand for it. But if they're making a lot of money, guess what? They're kind of proving you're wrong. I've also talked to people with businesses and um, clients and things like that who talk about, hey, that's not what the consumer wants. They want this, and I'm delivering that, and they want uh, no preservatives, and they want a company that really invests in their community and does all this thing stuff, and then they tell me that they're on the verge of bankruptcy. So, you know what? Um, that may be true, but as far as the market is telling me, and uh, as far as the way we actually keep score and determine um, how on the money you are is the money right? And so when you have a 3-win season and it might be 4 wins by the end of the year, who knows? But it really doesn't matter. The fact is we're going backwards and here's the problem I get that they may have thought there was a glimmer of hope at the beginning of the year and they didn't put uh the effort into trying to figure out what plan B was. And so here we are at the end of the season and they've got no choice. But I will tell you that here is my thought on why where matt patricia should keep his job and bob quinn should keep his job listen they're on for the third year patricia's third year quinn's fifth year i think unbelievable um but if they put up an 11 wins season next year they both get to keep their jobs for another year period 11 wins i'll keep you on for another year i'll give you another year to build on top of that if they put up a 10 win season we need to get to the playoffs So uh, I don't care if that's a wild card and uh, we back into it. I don't care. Ten wins and the and uh, appearance in the playoffs, you keep your job for another year. That kind of you know because it's a tough division. So I get it. Um, If you put up a nine-win season, we have to win the division, and you get another year. Eleven wins, straight up. I think that is, in absolute terms, good enough. That should put you in contention to win the division, should put you in contention to get to the uh, the postseason. But if not, I think 11 wins is a market improvement from the current level. 10 wins and playoffs, or nine wins and the division, and you get to keep your keep your job. Eight wins, you're done or moving on. And I tell you what, if if I were the owners of the Lions. uh, Patricia would have been gone. I don't know. Quinn might have been there for another year, although I think their futures are inextricably linked together. But I would have gone ahead and let Patricia go. I don't know that he's a bad guy or anything like that. I, I just don't see the players rallying around him. He wants to control the locker room voice, I think, too much in a way that uh, they're trading off the quality of the play, but I would have loved to have brought in. And I get this is going to be this here. Here I'm going to throw out the two more controversial ones. Um, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to do them in order of controversy. Actually, I would have brought in Ron Rivera. Uh, brought, brought, brought him in. Although the problem is him just getting fired. I bet he has time on his contract. I bet next year he is paid to not coach, and so there would be no benefit to him coming in and coaching. Although uh, you know, I think he might want to. I would have looked at Mike McCarthy, obviously a oh, successful coach up in Green Bay. A lot of people don't want anything from the North to ever come here, but I tell you what, the Green Bay players that have come here have always been happy with. You know, They may not have been able to give us their best years, but it was always kind of nice to to see that. I always like being able to throw it back in the face of our division opponents. But here's the big one. Here's what I would have done that's going to piss a lot of people off. Uh, I get it. Um, Jim Schwartz has some history here, but I would have brought back Jim Schwartz. I think he's a much more mature person than he was. The reality is that most of the players that he had under his tenure are gone, so it's a, kind of a new team. He obviously knows the management, uh, so I would have brought him as a coach and as. Uh, He's been successful as a defensive coordinator for the most part. He's got the connections to bring over his staff to bring in a defensive coordinator right away. I think one of the problems was that Matt Patricia was not able to kind of snipe anyone else from the Patriots organization when he left. So thus, you've got a head coach who's got head coaching experience. For previous head coaching experience, which I always thought was lacking on the Detroit head coaches. Uh, but you bring him in, you hopefully bring in someone he's already clicking with on the defensive side. You know, someone who knows what he wants. He doesn't have to coach him up, he doesn't have to manage them, someone who's ready to step into that spot. And then I would have kept Daryl Bevel. I think he's I think he's pretty good. I mean, when they fired Caldwell and brought in Patricia, I don't know, there was a part of me that wanted um uh No, now I can't think of his name, the defensive coordinator. Terrell Austin. Um, I kind of thought, you know, maybe we should give him a head shot at the head coach. Or at least do our best to try to keep him as a defensive coordinator at the time. Anyway, who knows what if it would have happened. But I'm just telling you, um, telling us in an open letter that the season sucked. But you're not going to do anything about it. And then you're going to be so gracious as to not raise prices on the fans It's just so tone-deaf, you know? I mean, I I feel like there was a lot of um, arm-bending, maybe to get them to admit that a three-win season sucks. Because at least they put that in there. I don't know. At least they didn't say, hey, we're seeing a lot of stuff. The other thing that they mentioned was, like, improvement of guys in the locker room. I mean, they even said, like, uh, Matt Patricia as an improvement as a person, and then, you know, quality guys in the locker room. I mean, that's great but those are luxuries those are luxuries that you get to focus on after you have won after you have delivered right Um, it's just like companies going out there and saying hey you know the thing we invest in most is our employees they're they're the most important piece you know uh, even our customers our product all that comes separate you know you get to say that when you are crazy profitable and a lot of companies have, right? I mean, the big companies with tons of money that have made a lot of billionaires and millionaires, and everyone from the uh, front desk security guy to the CEO came out financially successful. You get to say, like, "Hell, oh, you know, it was, it was all these principal things we did, and we just let the business handle itself. We just let the sales handle themselves." You get to say that when you know you have uh, the luxury of being able to afford these principles and to kind of paint in retro uh, retroactively kind of the history in any way you like you don't get to say that these are our priorities that these are the things that we want to do when you are arguably one of the worst teams in the nfl at the moment you know at, at first i thought man we're going to come in at the bottom of the division right now you know i don't know back up a month i thought the redskins and the dolphins were the laughingstock in the nfl uh it is possible that we are the worst team in the NFL this year. It is possible that uh, it is crazy that we are contending with that, um, or the, the Bengals, right? It, it's, it's amazing to me that we were the second team out of playoff contention after the, um, after them. I it just I, it just drives me nuts. Um, listen, the Fords are billionaires, and they can do whatever they want, um, but. The fan patience, it's not just last year or the year before that. It's the last 20 years since Barry Sanders. And it's the last 40 years before them or him. I just, it's it's so painful because you want them to win. And I, and I tell you what, my loyalty um, is to the Lions, man. And you know what? I think the Lions will persist after the Ford ownership, right? You know, on all the players, and everyone's like, well, you're not a fan if you don't like Stafford or you don't like uh, Calvin Johnson or whatever it might be. I mean, you can like those guys, but ultimately the the common denominator is the Lions. And I tell you what, if Bezos buy the, buys the Lions and it's the Bezos Lions or the London Lions or whatever, you know, I, you know, I would still like them. I would love for them to stay in Detroit. I would have loved to have seen the Illich family or the Gilbert family buy the Lions, You know, someone with um, some personal heart and desire around it. But man, it is painful. I ranted last year after that blowout game by the Jets. um, And it's gotten worse since. Painful. I just want them to be competitive. I I tell you, you know, I wasn't buying Super Bowl tickets. I wasn't buying airline tickets down to Miami. We just want them to be uh, competitive. It is so tiring to get people to offhand dismiss the Lions as competitors. And then every year, they're proven to be spot on. Just painful. All right, that's it. That's it. Uh, That's my end of rant for the Lions today. Um, I was disheartened by the letter. Uh, I understand why they're keeping them. Patricia and Quinn, I get it. I get it. You have no other choice. But I wouldn't have done it. That's it. Peter Von Panda Out This is the Peter Von Panda Podcast A giant waste of time